You're listening to Bariatric Life Podcast, a podcast about weight loss surgery. Chris and I are not doctors, nor have we ever played one on TV. We are sharing our personal views and opinions only. Please always follow your doctor's advice. Follow us on Instagram at Bariatric Life Podcast and at Amanda's BSG. Thanks for listening, and now on to the show. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We are so excited to announce a new partnership with Titan Nutrition. They have proteins, vitamins, pre-workouts, and superfoods. Their proteins come in flavors like peanut butter fudge and snickerdoodle. Mmm, snickerdoodle is my favorite. And they have 24 grams of protein. Go to titannutrition.net and use code bariatriclife for 10% off your order and get free shipping. Again, that is titannutrition.net and discount code bariatriclife, all one word. Hello and welcome to Bariatric Life Podcast. This is Amanda. And this is Chris. And today we are talking about the food funeral. Debunking the food funeral. So... When so so, there when's are, that shirt coming in? I don't know, but I did make shirts. I will totally wear that. I will too. <laughs> uh, that's our catchphrase. If you're a first time listener, so so we say it a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot. Anyway, when I was having my gastric sleeve procedure and had to go on the liquid diet, I had a food funeral prior to the liquid diet. And for those that don't know what a food funeral is, that's a really hard phrase to say. We're going to say it a lot like that. Yeah. Feud. Feud funeral. Yeah. (laughs) It's when you eat all the foods that you will never be able to eat again, or, as we found out and we're debunking today, foods that kind of go on an extended vacation before you can enjoy them again. I remember we had a bunch of gift cards from Christmas. Mm -hmm. And so we used the gift cards. I remember having chilies. Chilies, Indian. um, I think we had, didn't we have Greek and Euros? Oh, we had all the things. Yeah. In ginormous portions. Yes. And I also specifically remember Jet's Pizza. Yes, because that was, it's a local chain and it's delicious pizza and you were convinced you would never be able to enjoy it again. Yes. So, uh, so, so the idea is that you think that you'll never be able to have these foods ever again. 
And what the reality is, is that you can have them later in smaller portions, most foods. That's what I was going to say. Most of them you can have again later. Some of them you cannot. Right. I've heard of many people that can't eat rice anymore. It mm-hmm. makes them violently ill. And that's that's lap band, that's VSG, that's the duodenal switch. Did I say that right? You did. Yay! How exciting. Go me. Go I you. didn't even research it before this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. <clears throat> You're doing a lot of throat clearing. Well, you know. That's so. What, that's what you do. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm doing a lot of sewing. I, I almost said it again. And? And for, let's talk about pizza. Okay. I was convinced I would never be able to eat pizza again. And you were, like, legitimately mournful of it. I was, because pizza is my favorite food. Exactly. Specifically a thin crust pepperoni. With onions. Yes. And it took a long time, actually, for me to be able to eat pizza, if you'll recall. I do. Once I was back on solid food and I tried pizza, it made me sick as a dog. And we realized later that it was most likely due to quantity and a little to do with the spiciness and the composition of the pizza. But... If you'll remember, the first night we had pizza after your surgery, you had like two, two and a half slices. I don't remember that at all. You did. And that's when we, one of the first times we started realizing the correlation between overeating and hiccups and feeling violently stuffed. I don't remember that at all. I did. I don't recall ever eating two and a half slices after surgery. Yes. It happened. I can't give you the exact date. Because I didn't note that. But I distinctly remember you taking two, taking three slices. And I said, are you sure you're going to be able to eat that much? And you told me to shut up that you left pizza and then you walked off. There was another time when... We had gone to a work lunch and we went to a pizza place and yeah, that was still during my anti-pizza time mm-hmm. and I didn't get any and I was very sad because it looked delicious and I ate a salad and maybe some meatballs or something. But yeah, I couldn't eat pizza for like a solid, I'd say like... It was about three or four months. I was going to say about six. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was quite that long. It it may have been. I'm pretty sure it was about six months. Okay. But now I can eat pizza. I can have one slice. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Without getting sick. And even sometimes I can't, depending on the crust, I can't eat... Uh, the whole a, pizza. Yeah. Or the whole slice. Whereas before, I could easily put away half a pizza by myself. Right. And I'd eat the other half. Yeah. And then half of the kids' pizza. Man, that, those were the days. No, they weren't. <laughs> That's how I got fat. And I, I've noticed for me that 
now that I am being very cognizant of the amount of food that I'm eating, I never realized how bloated and stuffed I felt after I ate pizza. Yeah. Because I was I would always overeat. Yeah. Like, you know, in, instead of being having a reasonable portion of one to two slices, it was half to three quarters of an entire large pizza. Yeah. I remember the first time I really had buyer's remorse was because I wanted very large amounts of Indian food. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I, when we had the funeral, I thought I'd never be able to eat Indian food again. Yeah. And now I do limit the rice just because I don't, I prioritize protein. Mm-hmm. But I am able to eat Indian food, just not the entire thing like I used to be able to. Right. And and the reason for anybody that's wondering and either hasn't done the research or has just heard in passing, the, the reason rice is a very big discussion point is after, <clears throat> sorry, but after like VSG and, and a couple of other procedures, you've got a severely reduced real estate space. <clears throat> Ooh, I'm sorry. So many throat clearings. Well, that's what happens when you don't edit anymore. Yeah. Anyway, um, and, and rice expands and it doesn't take much to fill the little real estate that you have. And especially with like the lap band procedure, it can, and I have not personally fact checked this, but I have been told that it can get stuck above or in the band and then just continue to compound and expand and can actually block off access to the intestines and the stomach. I'm curious if rice expands more than it does when you're cooking in the stomach. That is probably something we should research. And if nothing else for our own information, but if anybody listening happens to know, we would love to know the answer to that. I feel like it probably does because have you ever quote unquote overcooked rice? Yes. Have you ever put too much water in the rice and then just let it cook until it boils off? Yeah. It gets bigger. Yeah, that's more, true. It just keeps soaking up the water and the moisture. And I mean, it's, I've seen some <clears throat> giant ass grains of rice. That's true. So I, I suspect it does continue to expand before stomach acids and enzymes start to shrink it as they digest it. Or break it down. Yeah. Break it down. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, I thought you were going to break it down again. I couldn't think of the lyrics. I was trying to come up with the rest of the lyrics. What else about the food funeral? I remember leading up to it, you were seriously considering not having the procedure at all because you were going to miss out, and I'm trying to remember your exact words, I don't remember them, but I'm going to miss out on the delicious 
feasts that life has to give or something. That doesn't sound like something no, I would say. But it was it was something along those lines. Like you're gonna miss out on all the deliciousness. Right. So we just came out of the holidays and I didn't miss out on anything. Now granted I was, you know, ten months ish out from my mm-hmm. surgery. So I was able to eat more than Immediately post-op. Right. So, um, I was able to enjoy Thanksgiving and Christmas Mm -hmm. meals. And then there's also, like, you you can have, provided that you don't get violently ill, that's just going to be the disclaimer for all of this. Mm -hmm. Each person is unique. Yeah. You can still have sweets or cookies or cake. You just have to have much smaller portions. Right. And for for me personally, I prioritize protein. So I try to avoid those sorts of things and focus on eating protein-heavy meals. But there are the occasions where, like, for example, the kids birthdays Mm -hmm. I did for two of our kids I did cake pops and I was able to eat one cake pop versus I probably would have eaten four before but Mm. I ate one cake pop for our other kid I did the little tiny bunt cakes Mm -hmm. I was able to eat one of those so you're still able to enjoy all the foods of the world right and and again every person is unique so you've got to figure out what works for you and what doesn't always follow your nutrition nutritionists advice your dietitian's advice your medical team's advice and as you get further post op try introducing some of those foods but be aware of what how your body may react. For instance, if you are, have a lot of concerns about getting dumping syndrome after eating a lot of sugar, eat something small like a cake pop or you know something that is not going to be super high in sugar content, super rich, and just see how your stomach, how your body reacts to it. In I almost said it again. In a support, it's our, it's our catchphrase. In the support group yesterday, they kept saying, "Maybe try those foods at home," which I think yes. is a great idea. Instead yeah. of <clears throat> there was an example of the lady that was eating sushi with her family. She had just a couple small pieces, and then literally threw up on the table at lunch. at the restaurant. Yeah. And maybe introducing new foods should be done at home. Yes. So if you're miserable... At least you're miserable at home. Yeah. In a comfortable surrounding. It's... Well, I changed the example I was going to give because I don't want to have to talk to law enforcement. Um, But it's it's always a good... idea to try new things that your body or mind might react negatively to in a familiar comfortable environment with 
easy access to a bathroom. Right. <laughs> That's the key point there. Yes, easy. easy access to a bathroom. Yeah. In fact, like, if you've got multiple bathrooms in your home or your apartment or... I, when you're trying new foods, it might just be a good idea to declare this is mine for the next 12 hours. Anyone that's in there might regret that. I haven't found anything specifically that I can't eat, mm -hmm. that I physically can't eat. Now, there were things in the beginning, like the pizza, mm -hmm. that I could not eat. And then eventually I was able to. So I feel like I'm one of the lucky ones in that I can eat whatever I want. Mm -hmm. I just choose to prioritize your yeah. nutritional needs over I really want this delicious looking cupcake. So I had some chili recently from Wendy's. They make a, a really good chili. Mm -hmm. It never clumps. Huh? It never congeals. They add something special to the chili so that it's never a solid congealed mass. I mean, unless you freeze it, but like if you put it in the fridge. Okay. That... I saw an article on it not too long ago. What a weird factoid. <laughs> Stay tuned for more <laughs> weird factoids. But they provide crackers with the chili. And... I really wanted to eat the crackers because chili and crackers just goes go together. together. Mm -hmm. And they also offered to put cheese on it and I declined the cheese, but I had these crackers and I was like, I'm not going to eat the crackers because my throat is making noises because I'm... That's a weird reason to not eat crackers. <laughs> because I'd rather have... The chili. The chili. Mm -hmm. So I put the crackers in my drawer. This was at work. I put the crackers in my drawer. And I had chili another time, had more crackers in the drawer. And the other day I was like, you know what? I'm not going to eat crackers. I'm not going to be tempted by crackers. I threw them in the trash. Good for you. Because I'm going to prioritize the chili over the crackers. Right. My protein source over empty calories, empty carbs. And sodium. Yeah. Which I don't need it much of right now right with my swelling but the point being that we can i could have eaten the crackers mm -hmm. i just chose not to my throat keeps making noises i apologize that's what you get for making fun of me for clearing my throat mm, whatever your face so the point <laughs> of debunking the food funeral is that you can eat this stuff again. Right. It is going to take time and it needs to be a gradual reintroduction. And it's going to be much smaller <clears throat> portions. Think of it as uh, food, physical therapy. And if you've never been to physical therapy, there there's several reasons that you could go. Either you've broken a leg or an arm or something <clears throat> and you haven't been able to use it for an extended period of time while the bone heals and then those muscles are atrophied so you've got to gradually get back into it or if you've I, I had physical therapy for my back and I injured myself after doing 
too much lifting at the gym and I had to gradually ease back into being able to just bend over without being in excruciating pain. So as you start to introduce these foods, again, with your doctor and medical team's approval to do so, do it gradually. A little here, a little there. Don't say, oh, the doctor cleared me. I'm going to the all-you-can-eat Indian buffet. That would be amazing. There are still times, and I'm almost a year out now, there are still times where I wish I could eat the portion sizes that I used to be able to eat. Like, it's such a mental mind fuck for mm-hmm. you that, like, that burger we had last night. That yeah. burger was huge. And, and, and it, fucking delicious. And it came with fries. And I'm looking at this burger thinking, there's no way I can eat all of this. I want to. I would mm-hmm. like to. It's delicious. It's on a pretzel bun, for mm-hmm. God's sake. And I was able to eat a quarter of it. And it made me a little sad. And that's why, because usually we'll just like put our trash under the seat whenever we're at this stadium, which is one, rude. But no, well, so to clarify that, we put it under the seats until the game ends and then we take it out and throw it away on our way out. No, we don't. You do? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you did that. Yes. I thought we were just being rude. All no. But that would be a total dick move. Yeah. No, I take it and throw it away. I didn't know that. Shit. My phone. Sorry. Chris's phone is on. I made sure to put mine in sleep mode, but he didn't. Anyway, I didn't even like want the temptation of reaching under there to grab it yeah and so i threw it away before the game ever started and it made me sad Mm -hmm. well and i was i'm glad you threw it away because when you were asking if you wanted if i wanted you to take my trash i was looking at your burger and the amount that was left and i was thinking I mean, I could eat that. That's that's just wasteful to throw that away. I mean, I'm I'm going to do the responsible thing and finish that. No, I'm not. I, it's responsible to let her just throw it away. And I that's part of the reason why it took me like ten seconds to say yes. Here's my trash because I was mentally going back and forth with, do I want to make the conscious decision to overeat? And feel like shit later. Well, and I thought that you misunderstood me because I asked for your trash or asked if you were done, whatever it was. And I thought, I thought that you thought I asked if you wanted my food and I made a point not to offer it to Mm -hmm. you because you're working on your own health journey. Yeah. And so I made a point not to offer it to you, and then I kind of felt like an asshole for not (laughs) offering it to you. I originally thought you had offered it to me. No, I asked for your trash. And I was, I mean, it was a solid... I know, it was a a weird offer. Seconds, yeah, 
we're standing in the middle of the aisle at, at Bridgestone Arena, and you're holding your bowl or tray or whatever you want to call it with this delicious looking burger. And I'm, but I was proud of myself. I made the decision to not make a bad decision. Yeah. Like I could totally have said, oh, I'll finish that. And I would have felt bloated and stuffed and just like shit, probably the majority of the night. Mm -hmm. And probably would have had some, you know, middle of the night bowel issues. <laughs> as so, well as heartburn, I would imagine. Right. So I, I'm proud of both of us. I'm proud of you for throwing it away so that you wouldn't be tempted later. And I'm proud of me for overcoming that temptation. And I'm also proud of our predators for stomping a mud hole in the L.A. Kings. I was very proud of that as well. I just had to find a way to work that in. Yeah, of course you did. <laughs> if you're a Kings fan, sorry, but not sorry. We scored two goals in, in the first, first 40 seconds, 39 seconds. Of the game against them. And then for a second, I thought they were going to come back and whoop our ass. Mm, it was close. And I it was started like, to lean that way. And I was like, oh no. We really got a little cocky. I think Coach Hines lit a fire under their ass at the second intermission because they came out swinging. Literally. <laughs> always. <laughs> They're always looking to fight. Janot is. I'm pretty sure Janot is like our main enforcer. Anyway, <laughs> that's a, that could be a totally different podcast. That could be. Just a fandom podcast. Yes. But food funeral. Yes. Not a thing. I mean, it is a thing. I guess if you're looking at the quantity of food that mm -hmm. you're able to eat. And again, there are some procedure that, procedures that specifically remove a type or specific food from your diet. But in general... The food funeral is more like a food extended hiatus. Yeah. To me, I thought it was, I'll never be able to eat these foods again. Right. Like you thought, you'll never eat pizza again. We'll order pizza. The kids will eat pizza on pizza night. And we'll have a very sad, depressing salad. Right. Or grilled chicken or something. Right. But that has not been the case. I'm able to eat everything I could eat before. Just much smaller. Yep. So, have your food funeral if you need to. And, I mean, maybe it's just a good excuse to enjoy foods that you're not going to be able to eat for a while. Yep. But know that you can most likely eat them again. It's always. Not... Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, always check with your medical teams. I know I've said that at least three times, but... I don't want somebody to go to their doctor and say, Chris and Amanda said, I don't have to do this, so fuck you. You don't know what you're talking about. I do not have a medical degree. I'm not board certified in anything. I just have my opinions, and I like to share them with you people. You fine people. You can have a funeral on serving size, mm -hmm. but... 
it's not the end. Yeah. It's like they're going on an extended overseas vacation, but not on the Titanic. That would suck. Yeah. Speaking of vacation, this is completely off topic, but my mom texted me this morning to say that they could see whales migrating to wherever male whales migrate to. I would like to send her a picture of my middle finger as your mom and dad enjoy a beautiful vacation in Cabo. I'm so jealous. That's like one of my yeah. bucket list things is to see whales in person. And not at like SeaWorld or something, but yeah, like real count. whales, like humpback whales in person. Preferably on a boat. <laughs> yeah, that's my dream. All right, food funeral is a thing, but not but really, not a, really thing. a thing. Take our advice for what it's worth, which isn't much. <laughs> but it's not the end of the, the food. You'll have it again, probably. Just smaller portions and when you're physically and mentally ready for it. Yep. So until next time, have fun, be safe. And always follow your doctor's advice. Yep. Not ours. <laughs> Although we do give great advice. I think we do. We're a delight. We are delightful. <laughs> See you next time. See you. Bye.